Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 592 and session number 185 of Ask Scott. This is where I answer your questions here on the podcast, and I do it every single week, and I'm going to do it again here today. And I've been answering these over on YouTube as well. So if you're not hanging out with me over on YouTube, you can find me over at TheAmazingSellerTV.com and uh, you can ask questions over there. You can ask them over at TheAmazingSeller.com forward slash ask. There's a bunch of different ways that you can ask a question and we can hang out and you guys know I like to treat these as if we're sitting around a coffee table or a table in general and just having a cup of coffee or tea or whatever your beverage of choices and just having this conversation to help you really grow and scale your business. And that's really what I want to do here on all of these episodes. So as long as you keep asking questions, I can show up here and answer some questions and also my random thoughts of the week, which I've got a good one this week. It has to do with getting slapped. Uh, All right. So today what we're going to be talking about, it's a pretty good question, is how to choose and sell products to your audience without being an expert. I think that's a big hang up for a lot of people, especially now that we're talking about building content and building out our blog and our, you know, our traffic and all that stuff. And it really comes into, do you need to be that expert? And how do you know what products to pick for those people and all that stuff? So that's what we're going to be talking about. Now, before we do jump in, to that, uh, that question. Um, I did want to, again, remind you about the show notes. If you want to download the show notes and transcripts and all of that good stuff, the links that we mentioned, they can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 592. All right. So you can go over there and grab that stuff. And like I said, go ahead and, uh, and leave a question. All right, cool. So here we go. I'm going to jump right into my thoughts of the week here. I'm going to get right to it. All right, here it is. You ready? Crap happens. <laughs> you got to roll with it. It's going to happen. It doesn't matter. I think if you look back in your life, you'll probably see where stuff has happened and you're like, that sucks. And then you need to decide what you want to do with that. Okay. It it happens. All right. I'm going to give you an example how this recently happened to me and it could have been really bad. It could have like ruined my entire week. It could have ruined, it could have ruined the next few months because I could have let it play with me and uh, I didn't let that happen. And I'm going to also ask for a quick favor here in a minute, and you can help me with this issue that happened to me. All right. So we all talk about Amazon and how, you know, Amazon makes all these changes and we have to adjust to these changes and all that stuff. And this is why I also talk about diversification and why you should be diversifying, not just on one platform. Does that mean leave Amazon? No, it means use it, but also be prepared for these slaps as we like to call them. And, you know, really the, the slap thing kind of started when Google years ago was starting to, you know, enforce some of these algorithm changes and some of these rules that, again, marketers in general are generally ruining marketing, you know, or, or, you know, being able to use these platforms and stuff because, you know, they're trying to game the system just like Amazon, right? Once, you know, you get on there and you see that, oh, wow, if I use this long tail, you know, keyword and I actually take that URL and I use it when I'm launching my product, I can get ranked better. So then everybody starts doing it and then they have this slap happen where now it doesn't work anymore or it's less effective or you can be suspended, like all of these things. It happens. And that's why I always say like, try not to fall into, uh, you know, the camp of like, let's, uh, let's game the system or, you know, black hat or even just gray hat strategies. Be careful because this stuff will happen. All right. So Google, they've been doing it for years. They're still doing it. They're always updating, uh, you know, terms of service and, and all these things. And I've actually seen people where this has happened personally. I know people personally in my life that have had businesses that were doing $20,000 a month 
in AdSense. Okay, now what AdSense is, is when you have content, when you have a blog, you have a website that's getting traffic, and you put these little ads on there, if someone clicks on it, you get paid per click. And depending on what that is, it will depend on how much you get paid. But this one individual that I'm thinking of, off the top of my head, there's there's a few, was making $20,000, actually some months even more, within one night, one day, one email, gone. All the traffic was gone, website was gone, de-index gone. So here, if you're building your business on that one channel, Google in this case, you're out of business, right? Bad, okay? Same thing with Amazon, same thing with YouTube. If you have a YouTube channel and you've got 50,000 subscribers, that's great, and I think you should build up your YouTube presence and your channel, but if that is your only source and your only you know, revenue source or just traffic source, it's risky, right? Because YouTube makes all kinds of adjustments and changes in their terms of service and all this stuff. They also add some really cool features, you know, in, in all of these platforms. Well, this happened to me recently, all right? And here's how it happened. I don't generally go and look and see where the podcast is ranked. I really don't care. Uh, I mean, yeah, do I want to show up in certain like searches? But most people don't find me by going to iTunes and searching, for, you know, the podcast or for, you know, Amazon FBA or, you know, e-commerce, uh, you know, businesses. Like generally that's not how people are finding the podcast. They're finding it by being on other shows or people telling people about it or sharing an episode or whatever. And then they kind of come in. I've never run an ad up to this point to get people to listen to the show. I may in the future, I don't know, I might play around with it. I'm not saying I won't ever do it, but I haven't had to do it. All right. And we've gotten over 11.5 million downloads now to date in about three and a half years. Pretty good. Um, I've seen some other shows out there that are, in my eyes, they're pretty successful people. And they've just, after like six or seven years, hit like 5 million. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I guess we're doing okay. You know? So my, my point is this, all right. I didn't really go to iTunes to see where I was ranked. But for, I think someone had said something to me, like I, I searched for your podcast and I couldn't find it. Like I went to iTunes to find it. I couldn't find it. And I'm like, okay, well, let me go check and see if I can find it. So I went there and sure enough, couldn't find it. I'm like, that's weird. You know, I'm not showing up in any search, not even just ranking. I'm just not even, you can't find the podcast. So then I'm like, oh my gosh. So I started looking at my numbers and my, my numbers were still pretty good, but they had dropped a little bit, right? Just a little, you know, if once you get subscribers, it doesn't really matter if you rank, you're going to, you're going to show up as a new episode, Right. So come to find out, I was de-indexed. So I reached out to my, to my show notes guy and I, I said, you know, what's going on here? Like, you know, how, how can this be? Like, you know, you three and a half years full of episodes, over 500 episodes, and I've got a lot of history on iTunes and, you know, what's going on? And he said, well, they recently had an update and basically in your author, um, in your author box, if it had anything other than your name, then it would basically de-index de you until you fixed it. And they wouldn't tell you, it would just happen. And then there's other things like keyword stuffing and stuff. Like I see people that are brand new podcasts and they're like ranking like number five again, you know, above like Tim Ferriss and stuff, which is getting probably like 100,000 downloads a day, you know, like, and I'm like, okay, they're, you can see they're, they're gaming the system, you know, all the cryptocurrency hype and all that stuff. You start seeing this stuff, right? And so I'm like, you know, something's wrong so I didn't do anything bad, but something's wrong. So then that's when my, my show notes guy said, let me take a look and make sure that when you set up your feed that you don't have any of these issues. 
So he knew that my description was well, you know, was well written. He knew that I didn't stuff any keywords in, you know, just randomly start stuffing keywords or anything like that. Everything was above board. But he goes, you know, I noticed in your author box, it says Scott Volker colon the amazing seller. Like that was the name, right? That's the author we thought at the time, and it has been for three and a half years, no problem. So he went ahead and he removed all that and just put in Scott Volker and then resubmitted it to, uh, to iTunes. And about two days later, they came back and said, thank you. You're back and you're re-indexed. Perfect. Right. But I was, I didn't know how long I was down. I think I figured it out about three weeks, um, that it's been down and that no one could find me technically. So now if you go back and you search, you can find me, but I'm not ranking where I was before. Um, I was always ranking generally in the first 200, the top 200, uh, in the beginning I was ranking in the top 50, but then obviously when you get, you know, people gaming the system and all that stuff, and then you start to see that you're dropping in rank. And I didn't really care about that. I just care about like people still being able to find me by doing a search. Like if I say, Hey, just go to iTunes and search the amazing seller, you should be able to find me. Well, they couldn't find me. So we found out about three weeks. This has been going on. We got, we got re-indexed. Now we're back in good standings. Don't know how, for how long, maybe something will happen. But anyway, my point is this, it happens on platforms. It does not matter what platform you are on or what channel you are using, whether that's a content channel, whether that's a selling channel, eBay, Etsy, Amazon, whether that's Google, whether that's YouTube, Instagram, iTunes, it doesn't matter. We are on rented land. That's not our land, right? So we have to build our own assets. And that's why I like building my own email list because what I can do now is I can send an email, which I will do and say, guys, I was de-indexed. This is what happens when you, uh, you know, when you are on a channel, you know, I need you to, you know, go in and subscribe if you haven't subscribed and, you know, go ahead and, you know, give me a thumbs up or whatever you do on iTunes. Like, give me a little love. Like I can let them know to help me out. Kind of like I'm asking you right now. So if you have not subscribed to the channel yet, subscribe for me. That would help me. It would help me get kind of back re-indexed, uh, or um, I already am re-indexed, but it'll get me shown a little bit more. Um, leave a review if you haven't done so already. All right. Share the love with others. If you feel again, as it's review worthy and an honest review, like anything else, I wouldn't want you to just give me a five star, just whatever you, whatever you feel, um, that you want to do, I would appreciate that. All right. So that's what's happened. All right. And now, because I still have an email list and and I still have subscribers that did subscribe to that. I didn't totally go away, but um, I did get de-indexed. So that, that's the story, right? So crap happens. You got to roll with it, right? Um, so um, because I'm asking you for a review, I'm going to actually read one here. I haven't read one of these in a while. I wanted to do this because this really hit me. And I was like, wow, this is uh, pretty awesome. So this one here was from Sal Walla, 14. So Sal, thank you. Um, I've been hooked on this podcast for about six months now. The content around tips, advice, mistakes to avoid, how to, etc., are beyond helpful and have really made a positive impact on what I'm doing. There, is, there hasn't been one yet I haven't gotten something out of. For me, though, the thing that keeps me waiting for the next episode is Scott and his rants, kind of like this, uh, that are full of motivation about selling online, but also life in general and dreaming big and doing big things. I like how he keeps it real while still painting the picture of what's possible if you're patient and you put in the work. I have almost quit so many times, but when I listen to one of these and I'm reminded that failure is part of the process and my cup gets 
filled, um, or my cup gets filled to keep going. The one about understanding your why has been one of the most impactful for me, but honestly, you can't go wrong with starting from any of these. I would encourage you to start downloading and listening today. Smiley face. Man, that makes me feel good. All right. And that's the reason why I read all of my reviews. That's why I print a lot of these out and I put them up on my thank you wall. And I think you guys should do the same in business. We tend to focus on the negative stuff that we get. We don't focus on the positive stuff. I want you to start focusing on the positive stuff because I'm sure that your audience, your market, your customers, they're having a good experience with your stuff. Now, there's going to be some that aren't going to. There's some reviews that are that have been left that aren't so good. They're like, you know, you talk too much or you get to the point, you know, they just want, want, want instead of like embracing the entire thing. And that's okay. You let those people go. You focus on the people like this here, like Sal. All right, so I just wanted to read that to you because it really hit all the points that I'm so glad that conveyed through listening, and that's really what I want to do. And actually, the title of it was more than just a podcast about selling online, five-star. Love it, love it. Like, man, that made my day. It makes my day even just reading it again. So if you haven't done so, subscribe, leave a review, share some love with others, and uh, that would be awesome, and I would so, so appreciate it. All right, so let's go ahead and dive in to this week's question. I'll give you my answer. We'll wrap this baby up, and you guys can get on with your day and go out there and take some massive action. What do you say? Let's do this. Gerald says, hey, Scott, let me start off by saying that your podcast is by far my favorite from all the FBA podcasts out there. So thank you so much for that. Um, It's down to earth and actionable info, big fan. Thank you so much. Um, I'm very new to the Amazon e-commerce selling space, but I'm trying to soak up as much knowledge as I can before starting. I would say I'm constantly getting stage fright. I think we've all had stage fright um, from jumping into a product. What I learned from you is building an audience, media presence before getting a product and selling it. All right, now that's not necessarily 100% true. What I said was if you can build up an audience, then you can sell products a lot easier down the line and you can actually let the audience tell you what products you could be selling. That's kind of what I said. So here is the question. All right, there's a few different questions here and I'm gonna try to wrap them all into one. My question is, how do you pick a product if you start by having a media presence? basically a social media following or whether that's an audience that you've built, whether that's YouTube, whether that's Instagram, that's kind of what um, what they're talking about here, all right? Um, how do you become an expert on that product? Now, let me just time out there. Um, we're not necessarily going to have a product and we have to be an expert on that product. We could be someone that is just experimenting in this market, all right? Maybe we are an avid bass fisherman and we are testing out new techniques and new strategies to go out and catch more bass fish every single week and I'm kind of reporting back to you on my findings. So it doesn't make me an expert. I might be a little bit further along than someone else just starting, but it doesn't make me an expert. You don't have to be an expert when you are starting or when you are showing people a product that you might have developed. This is just a product that actually helped you with maybe catching more bass, right? Because it was getting hung up in the weeds and you created a lure that allows you to not get hung up in the weeds. Something like that, all right? Um, Now, do you have to be passionate or remotely into that product or market? Yes, I think that you should be. Now, do you have to? Have to? No. But to me, if you're going to be building out any type of content, if you're going to be having a blog, if you're going to be having a YouTube channel, it's going to get old if you're talking about something that's not that interesting to you. 
All right. Now, if you're not interested in it, I would recommend finding someone that is and having them either partner with you or maybe you pay them on a commission basis or whatever, work out some type of deal. All right. But it will be a lot easier if you are interested in something. So this way you can continue to keep reporting and keep talking about this, uh, you know, this market that you're interested in. All right. And the last part of this question was, um, I, I'm really interested in knowing this because there's a category that I want to get involved in. It's actually beauty, which I'm not an expert in. And, uh, and I want to know if I should still go into this market. Well, here's the deal. If you're experimenting, if you're learning yourself about skincare and about like the different chemicals that are added that are harmful, but you're going to create an organic version that would be fine as long as you have an interest in it. If you're just going into that market because there's a lot of money in that market, there's people that do that and there's some people that are successful doing that. But generally, they find a face to the brand or someone that is promoting the brand that is an influencer in that brand as well. So just some things to think about. All right, so there you have it. There's my thoughts and my advice for Gerald and anyone else out there that's listening, that's wondering how to go ahead and launch products to an audience that you've built and how to do it without being an expert because you don't really have to be an expert to go out there and promote these products and really launch products. You know, it helps that you might have some knowledge uh, or some expertise, but doesn't it's not necessary. You don't have to have to have it, all right? So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to, again, subscribe, leave a review to the podcast. I would really appreciate that after this whole de-indexing thing. I can't even say it. It hurts. Uh, And then uh, I wanted to uh, remind you guys about the show notes as well, theamazingseller.com forward slash 592. And then the other thing is, if you have a question that you want me to answer on an upcoming Ask Scott session, all you need to do is head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and you can do it over there. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up. As always, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud. We're going to say it together today. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day. And I'll see you right back here on the next episode.